I'm like, well, good question. I'm trying to remember if they even have a photo department anymore. I know. Do they still have a 24-hour Shopco used to have a photo department, but I don't think they do They anymore. did? Yeah. Oh, I my know. God. Wow. I don't know. You are super, like, surprised at that. I am. <laughs> I am still surprised yeah. Shopco exists. The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard to hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations. It's true. I love that you practice before the mic is on. <laughs> I have to get it in my head. Right? In ca- it in my yeah, head. it could be a train wreck. We don't know. Well, yeah. What if I It'll start saying, Welcome. Well, well, and then I that do that sometimes, weird. just talking to people. Yeah, <laughs> the words like thing. run into each other. I I, like yeah, that. I know. It's like a it's like a car crash with your own words. It's a word yes, crash. Yes, it's true. Your words true. crash out of your mouth. It's true. It happens to mm-hmm. me a lot. I you know. know. Yeah. And you know what I read today? Okay. Speaking of which, yeah. you know that feeling of having something on the tip of your tongue but you can't <gasps> remember. Oh, oh, oh. That if you are multilingual, yeah, it is more likely to happen to you because your really? brain has so many words. Yeah. In your head. That it that it does that like you get that sensation more. I guess it was oh some gosh. study. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, well, thank God I never learned two yeah. languages, which I don't like. I want to like, learn. That's more. a disadvantage. But, you know? Yeah. I'm like, huh? Okay. Oh my gosh! It's not interesting. That is interesting. That's yeah, pretty interesting. It's like it slows down your the capacity to like think or like get a word out. Maybe yeah, you have yeah, so yeah. much in there because you don't your know brain's which trying one. to go through all the words you know yeah. and you know different languages. It's, it's like, like a Rolodex. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm surprised I even know what a Rolodex is. I am is. too, actually. Honey, yes. I've never seen one the of mine. The only reason a lot of gay boys know is because uh, Bianca had the Rolodex of hate to her. Oh, yes. Rolodex That's of hate. That's their only... That's it. That's <laughs> why. That is their only reference um, to that. You know, I what I learned today at work is, you know how there's the deja vu and yes. everybody has that? Yeah. Well, there's two other versions. There's three javus or something. There's two other versions? Yes, because there's the presca vu and then there's another one that I can't... What I think fuck? it's Adida Vu, but I forgot what, what it's is, called. What do these mean? So Deja Vu is um, something you, you had feeling. seen. Yeah, you get this feeling. You're like, I've been here before. Yeah. And then Presca Vu, I think, is when you're somewhere and you're and you're, it's almost like clairvoyancy. You're um, you're like, oh my gosh, I know this is going to happen in the future. Like oh, you, so it's before like, it even it's happens. It's before. It's like the other version of Deja Vu. And okay. then the last one, I think, is like in a dream or something. I don't know. But there's a three different wow. versions. You guys look it you, up. Where did you read that? It was that? a fun fact about Deja Vu. That's yeah. weird. I love that yeah. they have different names. Yes. And I feel yes. like they should just be well, siblings. They should, I think they like are. Triplets? It's the Javu family. Yes, the oh, Javu. The Javus. There's Deja, there's Preska, there's Dita. Right? Be a fun last name. Javu. Oh, maybe that's like a little concept for like drag queens or something. I like the it. Deja Vu. Yeah, I think that's My name's Deja. Deja Vu. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Also, Super we had a discussion fun. at work. Whether well, that was or a not. Mistake. I know. I know. I know. Whether or not. So you know how you can say, okay, 300, 400, and then you say 1,300 and 2,700 and right. 2,800. Right. Well, is it okay to say 1,000? I think it's stupid. 900, 1000, 1100. I think, no. I don't. I know it you makes sense. You can say 1100 and it you can makes say 900. Sense, but I think because, and, Why and not? It's, it's just my prejudice because I think you sound stupid. 1000. <laughs> I'm just like, because the first just thing, because let's be honest, I've heard people say it. 1000? Yeah. They but my that. first thing is, oh, he's stupid. I know. Because <laughs> you can say 2000. Oh, wait. Can you no, say 2000? What about 3000? No, those aren't things. 3100, you can. Yes. Why? Yes. 
It's the zeros. You can't do you them can't for do some the zeros? reason. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Oh, and you can't obviously go past 100, 100. That's just, just See? say 10,000. Then it gets crazy. Yeah. No. Yes. 10,000. <laughs> Let's say 10,000. I don't know. I, I know. I don't like, like it. It sounds it wrong. It makes me feel uncomfortable. No, it sounds wrong. You're right. You're right. It does. Right? But I, always I don't think it is. Their education. I, I do. Like if someone they were dropped on their head as a baby. <laughs> I, I question all these things. Just because they said 10,000? Yeah. Or no, 1,000. Yeah, it's true. I'm just like, oh, it's like a really yeah. fast. My brain's like, oh. Yeah. Like I judged you so hard in that one millisecond. But if you were to say, so you know how, so if it's $2,130, right? You can say yeah. 2130 yeah. is what you have. Yeah. You can say, oh, you have 1050 and they'll know it's 1500 or, or 1050 yeah, 1050 right. That yeah, makes sense. But you know. can't say 1000 No. So why? There are rules. Riddle me this. <laughs> why can't you say 1000 There are you rules, You can say 1037 I don't. Yeah, that's weird. Twenty fifty eight. You have two thousand fifty eight dollars. I have been culturally uh, brainwashed I know. to not like. Not like that. It's part of the. It's part of some weird thing. Or thirty hundred. Mm hmm. Mm. Mm. It's so, very fascinating. But there you go. Isn't that I weird? I don't like it. I know. Get weird in my tummy. It, now. Yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> it's kind of like um, the plurals that end with I, and some of them you're just like, ugh. Like Prius, you're like, pre-i. no, call it a Prius. I, I just want to be like, fuck you. It's multiple Prius. Pre-I, I think you're dead to me. Yeah, pre-I, like get-I, you're like, Prius is fine. Yeah. It's just, fine. Just no need to make Priuses. it all fancy. Yeah, pre-I. The get-I. Yeah. No, ew. this isn't Star I Wars. I know. No. Exactly. Yeah, ghettos. cacti is fine. Add an S to is ghettos, fine. and but you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's those, a few that you're fine, yeah. but that's it. Sometimes those are, and I love, who said that those were, oh, it has to be pre-I. Oh, I know. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? That's a made-up um, word. We made I up. I guarantee like you, ninety-eight percent of the population is not saying pre I. No, no, they're happening. like Priuses. Yes, and that's it. Priuses. It. So Priuses. it is like it goes into the Urban Dictionary, or whatever the fuck, yeah. when you make something. I know Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It Listen, I am super opinionated about wording. You're very opinionated and judgy about how people <laughs> I say am. things. Yeah. I am. It's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shock. We're friends because I say things wrong <laughs> all the time. You also say things that are just annoying, like uh, you abreaves. I love my abreaves. Oh, People think so they're gross. cute and charming. I was like, oh, they who thinks cute. they're cute and charming? Everybody. No. Ugh, no. I know. Like, if you're going to order hash browns, you order hashies. <laughs> this- hashies. So cute. I'm going to throw up on I you. know. That is the worst. Hashies. Ew. Uh, Ew. That is what a no. two-year-old hashies. says. It's cute. cute. It's what do you cute. want? It's not cute. Yeah, it's adorbs. That's funny. Oh, ah, no. there it is. Totes, mm-hmm. adorbs. No, no, no. Oh, oh you whatever. can only say them ironically. Me? No, people can't oh. only say them. No, well, you say them in like I sentences. say them real life. Yeah, yeah you do. I say them normal. You're on it. You're oh, in. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Yeah, I, I want a full jo- a job with full bennies. It's always bennies. You can't. Be- Why benefits? Like, that's just too much. Say bennies. Was, that was just too much. Too much. Too much energy. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's like quirky and cool. It's oh, like, ooh, bennies. I'm not feeling honey, it. You bennies. know what I think of? I think of the way old school, like the 80s Valley Girls. Oh, I think oh of. Yeah, and they, yeah, you know, were yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, thank you. I appreciate that, actually. So, you don't appreciate? Honey. Preach? I preach. Totes appreach. Oh, fuck. Soup's appreach. Ew. Love Ew. it. It's I appreciate that. I grew up. Oh. It's true. That is very appreach. Today, I'm very, um, I guess, uh, I'm trying to think of one on that cartoon we talked about before. Okay. Of the feelings. Oh, oh, Inside Out. Is there a grumpy person that's just like... Eh. There's the angry guy. Eh. The anger. There's sadness. Yeah. 
Yeah, I. <laughs> well, that's okay. No, no I think no. that was a sad. There's a green kind of guy, right? Yeah, but I think he's the um, smart guy or whatever. Oh, is he? Okay. He's, or nervous or something. Listen, I, I just, don't know. I'm just adding my character to the. <laughs> Isn't there the a brown and orange guy that's just tired? <laughs> is there a tired? Isn't he tired and his name is tired. not bitchy, but tired and doesn't agree yeah. with anything? Isn't <laughs> no, that that's not a thing? His name's Cunty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Probably. <laughs> that is the uh, the more adult version of it that, is of yeah that. he's from Connecticut. <laughs> okay how about that's that funny i'll admit that listen that's all i need are we shocked no we shocked? no sergey said something no. funny so for real <laughs> for real um, i love it now. we are obviously in that time where we're kind of doing oh, the God. job thing yeah i am punch drunk Oh, yeah. Because of trying to do all these job mm-hmm. things. We have to get a job. We have to oh, get a job. God. Yeah, so yeah. we have a job, and we're trying to get a job, and then we're going to be in I a job, and then Xanax. we have a job after that. There's yeah, just yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah, So many jobs. And it's not steep. Yeah. Just yeah. jobs. No, yeah. If so, you have to leave me some money, that's fine. And, uh, yes, jobs. So. Jobs. Well, um, obviously, you and I have an employment history. Otherwise, we would not be here <laughs> It right is now. helpful. It, it is, is helpful. super helpful. I want to, like, I love asking people, <laughs> like, their favorite and, like, least favorite jobs. Because, like, job stories can be so awesome they can be there can be some real shitty things happening oh true that too Mm -hmm. and like real good stuff too i don't know what is your what is your like high and low job experience oh that's hard because there were actually two jobs that i loved oh my whole life okay one when (laughs) i was only that's it wow when i was in my 20s i loved working at starbucks like fucking loved it really oh it was the best first of all coffee so let's be honest well yeah i should probably go work there right now because i need some um (laughs) no but i loved it it was fun people were great i have never like i did my own version of a morning show with Mm -hmm. my friend barb Mm -hmm. because we were there a morning shift and we would get our little microphones on and people would just come listen to us because we were it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It, so it was super fun. I laughed mm-hmm. a lot. That always makes it a, a, a cool time. You don't make enough. So, I mean, you no, really can't stay there unless you're like a regional manager or something. Mm-hmm. But but it was good what was there. And then my second favorite job was only like six years ago mm-hmm. was when I worked at a medical spa. Mostly because oh. I loved all of the, the bennies. The bennies. Because oh, you get yes. free facials and yeah. massages. Oh. And, I mean, and because it's a med spa, you also get free like photo facial and yeah, yeah all, all the, the good all shit. the good stuff and yeah. i loved it plus um again the nurses and i just would laugh mm. oh mm. me and brenda this one i would laugh so hard just cry just cry oh it was the that i had so much fun so it was combined with the best people you've ever worked yeah with. And they the were amazing job. yeah the mm, worst thing that it. could ever happen to me happened mm. on that job as well yeah i'd only been working there a month and we were doing a big shop day we only did it twice a year uh-huh. and you stay open late and hundreds upon hundreds of people come oh because everything's discounted oh my god so i'm just there to help i have no idea what to do yeah and what i realized is i had forgotten to wear deodorant that <laughs> oh, and i'm helping out chairs and stuff and i'm sweating because you know me i oh. move my big toe and i sweat it's true it's true so there's this moment where i'm like well i don't have time to go home right so i'm gonna sneak into the spa restroom when i'm like okay so you're patting yourself down and then oh there's no deodorant but look there is some air freshener so I'm going to take the air, and I'm going to oh my spray God, no, under my not. arms, right? And I'm like, that's cool. Smells better. So I go out. We have opened the doors. I'm just standing behind. I'm going to be a runner. I'm just going to grab yeah. products. Yeah. Standing behind, and I'm like, huh, what's, what's that's kind of warm tingly what's <gasps> it's fine oh my God. all of a sudden the pain is so excruciating 
that I, I I can hardly move, and I find and I'm in, I don't know these people because oh I'm new, yeah. and I see Mary, who is one of the nurses, <laughs> and I run over, I'm like. Something happened, and she goes, "Oh my God!" Well, first of all, you can't use that stuff under your arms, so she has to rush me up to the clinic. Oh my God! And I have uh, like burns and blisters under my arms, and she has to clean me up for a week. I can hardly <laughs> lower my hands, oh my and I'm like, "Well, I mean, if you're gonna introduce uh, yourself to the staff, that's how you I do mean, it. that's how you do." It was horrific and yet wow. I, it was still the best job ever wow. and i figure wow. i mean if they can accept you at your worst then they're, they're gonna love me that's true and that's they hilarious. do and i still love them and they're amazing and but i'm sure yeah, they tell that story to everybody. they do and we used to laugh so hard about that story <laughs> yes good so thinking but close oh my god no yeah, don't ever all. do it. so if that ever tempts any okay. of you listening yeah. or you don't ever use air freshener you know what you don't do, do use it. you have to do um what is it called it's called a i, I guess a trailer park bath but you <laughs> take a dryer sheet and you put it under oh, your sheet that yeah. works that but probably will not burn you no but I'm of course guessing. they don't have that in bathrooms just no. laying around <laughs> Just yeah, have like a little dispenser. <laughs> I, but, I was thinking yeah. we're a spa. Maybe we should have little deodorants. I'm just saying. Just true. Saying. True. But people get stinky. Yeah, I know. They do. I know. That's awful. Ooh, I know. I'm sorry. But what about you? Um, so I think I've known almost every job you've had. I think so. But I would have to say my worst job ever, period, <laughs> in the face of the earth, is my first job that I, I had. What's and coming, it yeah. was um, waving the sign. Oh, the, that's right. As the <gasps> Liberty Tax person. You were one of those guys. I was one of those guys for a season, and it was tax season. And if you know tax season, that's January in Spokane yeah. through April yeah. whatever and you wear that, that year. You have to wear an outfit. And you have to wear an outfit. And so from January to April, it's basically winter the whole time here. It's so the fucking whole cold. Time. And so what I would do is I would wave that sign around and get honks and get paid minimum wage and then yeah. get eight hour long shifts. And you, yeah, I was going to say, and you have to do it for oh, hours, for hours, hours. And you get like two breaks and it's awful. And I swear. Now, were you so Lady school. Liberty or what were you yep. dressed as? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Lady Liberty. Uh, you know, you got to wear a dress for a while, see what it was it's like. Exactly. Exactly. I think um, the last week of that job, I just didn't show up because I was like, I can't do it. Oh, I just it would be so hard. How long did you work there? I just worked those there. those four months? Yeah, the four months. Well, I guess it was like three months because started halfway through january and then i quit oh before i don't blame I got that's to april brutal right and it was like i think it was senior year of my high school i just needed yeah. a job to like pay for right. shit and i was Make like some honey extra. i'm out of here i don't wow. want to work after school now. i had forgotten you had done that i know i awful? was thinking about your subway day oh no that was that I was like how much second, you love worst. Those. second worst yeah. was subway for five dollar sure. i know long. oh anytime it was five dollar foot long month it like, was Hell on fucking oh, earth, isn't it? Hell on fucking earth. Yeah, so, for real. Um, if you ever go to a subway, treat them nice because yes, they can That's fuck up your sandwich and they will not be sorry. No, they will not be no, sorry. No, no, no. So. Okay, what's your favorite? I think the current job that I'm I working. thought so. Yeah, I think just I you know. Yeah. Other than best case scenario, us working our dream, you know, Oh, careers, no, but that's the future best exactly. job. Exactly. I think for this now. is best case scenario right now. It's amazing. Yeah. I love my people. That job is coming. But yeah, you're mm -hmm. pretty good at this job. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I've been here bit. for the longest I've ever been at a job, which is And years. you're really good at it, which is helpful. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So. And they're really good at, like, uh, rewarding you and making you feel like <gasps> oh, you're awesome. I know. Listen. Yeah, the Bennies are I have good. to live uh, vicariously through, right. uh, yeah. through you. 
<laughs> yeah, we talked about you and your job today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, oh. me and my coworker Terry. Good, good, good. I know. That's, so I yeah. knew you'd. Lo- yeah, I knew yeah. you loved it. Oh my gosh, I know. I would recommend it to I anyone. Can't I can't wait for our great our, to take my spot. Our favorite future job. I can't oh wait gosh. for that to start. Even better. Listen, it's coming. It's it, happening. It really is. I know. I love that. Um. Yeah. But um. Speaking of jobs, some of us have unfortunate jobs like flying to uh Las. Vegas. To that be is a the name of the city. Um, to, be Vegas, stripper, to be a stripper. I mean, the stripper's not yeah. so bad. But. Well, you know, but you got to be a stripper or a hooker. But you have to let. There's yeah. the thing. You you yeah. cannot be a. You're not a stripper that is mm-hmm. uh can choose who who you're stripping for. So that was what makes it sick. Right. Horrible. Exactly. Makes exactly. you like I don't want to do this job. No. It's how I feel about being a hooker. Mm-hmm. I would like to be a hooker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really want to choose who I'm a hooker for. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah, I would hook I'm with like, anyone oh. that I can pick. Yeah. Yeah. Pay me I'm money like, oh, to so have that sex with the sexiest. Work. Totally. Oh, totally. That's not how that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well um, we are going to be talking to Amir, <laughs> and I'm sure he'll appreciate this intro. <laughs> I know. I know exactly. <laughs> he's super cool, though. He's super cool. Well, he's from the show LA to Vegas, which talks about people who have to fly from LA yeah, to Vegas to be we, strippers. Yeah, or we uh, interviewed the actress things. who plays the stripper mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah, she was um, fun. yeah, we talked to her. She's amazing, mm-hmm. Olivia Macklin. Olivia. There yeah. we go. I was she's brilliant, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, we uh, let her know that she beat Amir to the show. I know. So she's gonna I let know, him know honey, about that. But so. here, I mean, now we got to have him. We loved her so much. We're I like, know. let's go, honey. Here we go. Our next guest has one of those faces you recognize right away because he has been a guest star on so many of our favorite shows over the years. But now, finally, you can catch him every week in the new Fox sitcom, L.A. to Vegas, as the co-pilot of Jackpot Airlines. Well, what trip to Vegas would be complete without a stop in the lounge? So we're very happy to welcome Amir Talai to the Martini Lounge. Amir, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, hello. How are Thank you? you. We're very... We're super stoked. Yeah. We're very yeah. excited. Now, let's just start right away. So, L.A. to Vegas has been described as a workplace comedy of sorts. Is How would you describe it? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, it, uh, like 80% of the show takes place on the plane or at the at the gate. Right. Um, so, it's, it's kind of like Cheers, that it's mm. like, you know, pretty much everything <laughs> happens in one place. Right. But just hopefully um, you guys really... don't drink in the cockpit. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. You know, no promises. No right. promises. <laughs> well, you're there. Care- might be. Yeah. Actually, uh, stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We'll watch for that. That's my favorite. Now, okay, so you you play co-pilot Alan to Dylan McDermott's uh, p- Captain Dave. He's he's kind of the main guy. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your character, Alan. Um, Alan's, uh, okay, sticking with the Cheers metaphor, he's yes. like, he's like, he's basically like Woody from Cheers. Oh, I was gonna say that. I was gonna yeah, call yeah, yeah. that. Yep. Basically a moron who, um, <laughs> worships, worships the handsome right, guy that right. he works with. Right. As, as you know. As he should, as it really. Should it's still well, disturbing. we were yeah. gonna ask you, uh, um, about, since you're on the, like, LA to Vegas, if you're a gambling man, but... We had the pleasure of talking to your co-star, Olivia Macklin, and she told us she had to miss your weekly poker night to do our show. So I'm going to guess, uh, I'm going to guess you do know a little bit about the gambling. 
Uh, yeah, no, I had no idea that she missed to do your show. Now <laughs> I'm a little pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want to cause Listen. any drama. Well, we uh, sort of do. By the way, do. If, yeah. you, if you guys can imagine <laughs> yeah. the furor that, that she causes when she comes into a <laughs> oh poker game really? full of like 13 like bros. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Hey, me. Hey, Amir, who's your friend? Who's your friend? Yeah. I'm like, back off. Yeah, right. That's right. hysterical. She's also like the sweetest thing we've ever, ever met. She's you know, the nicest. She's so sweet, but I could imagine her being like the shark at the table. She's like stealing people's pods. <laughs> she's going out there, big money bags. Right. Yeah, she's fantastic. We love her. Oh, that's amazing. Well, LA to Vegas, it premiered January 2nd. So really, we're not that far into the season. It's still happening. Um, is it is it kind of nerve wracking when it's so new and you're waiting for the public to to you know give their feedback and the network to decide what's happening with the show? Yeah, totally. We right. we actually had our first. Okay, so like you're you're there's the big thing of like before it premieres. Like we started shooting it in like September, mm-hmm. and um and the whole time we're making it, we're like, God, this is really fun. This is really good. Like everyone's like. You know, sometimes you do a show and you're like, oh, this is a piece of crap, but who knows? <laughs> right. um, but but this time, it's like, oh, this is really fun and good. I hope America likes it as much as we like it. You know what I mean? And, like, oh, yeah. I'm working with Dylan, and he's, like, cracking me up. And I'm like, man, I hope he cracks America up like he's cracking me up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like, you're loving it, but, like, you have no idea. So, <laughs> so the whole time we're shooting, it's like, God knows, right? Mm. Then it premiered, and, like, people actually really liked it. So, like, that was awesome. But then comes the big question of, like, okay, well, obviously the the network is happy with it because they're, like, you know, running ads and stuff like that. But now it's the big question of, like, do we keep getting to do this? You know, we we, – they picked us up for three more episodes. They, like, packed on three to the end of the season, which is – yeah, it's a really good sign, definitely, right. but certainly no guarantees. So sure. we, we went back to work today Ooh. on the last three, and, and you know, after our table read, we were just yeah. all hanging out going like, what do you guys think? Are you guys, or, you know, are you optimistic, blah, 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 and we're all <laughs> just like, we're all so hopeful we get to, like, keep working together, because, right. like, we're a total family. Like, after, like, a week, mm-hmm. we were literally, like, Eating off each other's plates, sharing, <laughs> sharing clothes. Like, right. it's like, yeah, it's a big family. It's awesome. Well, you know, it's like we were talking uh, before the show that one of some of our favorite gigs are these ensemble kind of casts, mm-hmm. these things. Now, mm-hmm. you've done quite a few different kinds of things. What do you love about being, you know, with a group of people? And it's, it's really the show is on everyone's shoulders. You know... It's it, it, it's funny like it, it it certainly like relieves the pressure mm-hmm. off of like anyone. I mean, I suspect that Dylan feels a certain amount of pressure being like the lead and it being like his first right. comedy and stuff like that. Um, I, sus- I I say I suspect because he he doesn't show it. He seems yeah. super at <laughs> ease. Right. Uh, he's got he's got to have moments though where you know like in his basement. With Maggie Q, he's like, "What am I doing with my life? Uh-huh. Is this gonna work out?" Uh, no, but um, <laughs> but um, he's he's like he's awesome to work with, and he just I think 
one of the great things about the show is he is so sort of comfortable and pleasant. At, at, so is the creator. Mm-hmm. And I think that trickles all the way down mm-hmm. to like the ca- the rest of the cast, to the crew, to everybody. Like everyone's just like having a really chill time. No one's on edge. You know, right. when, when your star is like on edge or, oh, or yeah. whatever, like it affects everybody. Um, oh, sure. And the great thing is, Dylan totally isn't like that, so uh, right. it's just such a good atmosphere, yeah. Well, and it sounds like, I mean, it, you see it on screen. Uh, Olivia's such a sweetheart from talking to her. You're amazing. Dylan's great. It, you can see that energy come through on screen. How important is it to have that, that bond, that you know, family-like feeling behind the set in order for it to show through? Man, you know, it's funny. I think it really varies. Like, yeah. uh, sometimes, sometimes, like, the people who, like, are really good at playing, like, warm and friendly are actually, like, huge dicks behind the Right, right. exactly. <laughs> um, the biggest bitch you've ever met, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or, like, or like sometimes the people who are, like, the biggest villains in, in uh-huh. shows or movies are actually, like, the nicest people in the world. Like, like Michael Emerson, who played, like, the main bad guy on Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, every... Every indication uh, uh, from what I've heard is that he's just, like, lovely. He's so sweet. He's so nice and warm. So, like, you know, sometimes it sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It super depends. Like, we're just, we're just lucky that, like, you know, we're loving each other uh, uh, off screen and it's right. coming through on screen. Right. You know? oh, which is so, so helpful. Now, I want, in doing a lot of research uh, for this interview, I want to delve into some deeper territory because I know you have some opinions on this. We recently had okay. uh, a really good conversation with actor Rizwan Manji about the state of equality in Hollywood, be it gender or ethnicity or sexual orientation or what have you. I know you've always been very vocal about the things you're passionate about. What's your take on what's happening in Hollywood right now? Is it going to help uh, change some of those things or, or what do you think? Well, uh, I assume you're referring to like me too and time's up. Right. Uh, Right. Or did, or did you mean sort of like ethnic diversity? I I actually mean both. Like Oscar so white. Yeah. Well, Well, yeah, because we're going to talk a little bit about another article you wrote about that, especially as well, but kind of both. Okay. Okay, so so here's my take on Me Too and Time Zone. I think like I think it's very very good for Hollywood that this is happening right now, and it's very good for the country right. that it's right. happening right now. And I'm so I'm so happy that they're they're sort of like the 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 women who are at the forefront of Time's Up are connecting with um, women who are not uh, rich celebrities, but right. are you know like farm worker activists right. and domestic worker activists because they've been like banging that drum for yeah. a long time as mm-hmm. well. Um, and, and my hope is that, is that, you know, the work that is happening in Hollywood uh, is not isolated to Hollywood. You know, right. I, I think right. that you know, one, of the, one of the things that people are realizing is that um, the days when like, well, you can get away with that because you're a guy just right. isn't the case anymore. Exactly. Um, and and I think that's really good. Um, and I, I hope it leads to um, shitbag dudes uh, getting <laughs> fired yes, all over absolutely. the place. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And I hope that that leads to more women in leadership positions right. uh, mm-hmm. because uh, more women deserve leader posi- leadership mm-hmm. positions than have them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I hope that, uh, you know, leads 
across the board to like better equality for women. And, uh, and you know, there's like studies that like the more women are in charge, the more like it's good for everybody. Right. Like, exactly. That's the case in like government. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. the case in business. That's the case in the arts. So right. like, let's get on that. Yeah. Um, and uh, as far as like, as far as ethnic diversity, you know, I think it's still really tough. I think, I think that, you know, there's, there's people are more open to people of color creators. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great, Mm -hmm. but I get so tired actually of hearing like, you know, if you want, if you want a a story about, uh, about a middle Eastern guy, who's just like a regular guy, write that story yourself, be a creator. And I'm like, you know, that sounds great, (laughs) but I'm, guess what? I'm actually not like, uh, 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 I'm not, I'm not a good as a writer as right. uh, whoever. You know what I mean? Like I'd love to just act. Right, <laughs> right. Just, yeah, just be uh, there let doing me do your my thing. Job yeah. and exactly. Give me the material. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't like, yeah. if yeah. you don't like Hollywood, make your own Hollywood. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Listen, as the loud gay guys, we totally get it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what you know? Speaking of. You know the ethnicity version or or the ethnicity subject in Hollywood. You kind of had an article back in uh, a few years back um, in BuzzFeed that kind of talked about that, and it talked about uh, you know quote unquote brown actors and how they can be real three dimensional characters and don't give them white names and you know don't put them in this box or all of that. Can you can you really delve into that for us? Like just lay it out. Yeah, you know. I, I think that I think that what happens is like most of the writers in Hollywood or most of the writers that are getting produced are yeah. white. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so a lot of times what they do is they just write from their perspective and they'll write like a, a story populated with like white people. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe they're not even thinking that it's populated by white people. Mm-hmm. They're just in their minds like they don't see color. Um, (laughs) right so 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 they'll they'll write a story and you know all all the characters will be named like Brittany and ethan and kevin (laughs) um and 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 then somewhere along the way uh someone goes hey you realize like everyone in this story feels white right and the writer will be like oh well (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm not married to that. Let's cast a Persian guy or let's cast a Latino or let's cast an right. Asian or a black guy. And like, that's cool. Right. Right. But what I, what I think is important is that if you want someone who's not white to be in your project, I don't think you should put them in like a white suit. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like right. you, if, if you want a middle Eastern person in a project, write a middle Eastern character. Right, and yeah. if you haven't written a Middle Eastern character, if you've written a white character uh, and want to cast a Middle Eastern person, change the character so that they're Middle Eastern, right? right. I'm not saying I'm not saying give them an accent and make them pray to Allah five times yeah. a day. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But 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 you know, make them Middle Eastern in the same way that I'm Middle Eastern, yeah. right? Which is that I'm Persian American, mm-hmm. born and raised in San Francisco. I like, you know, uh, rap music and old Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, and and yet, my name is Amir. You know, it's not right. Ethan or Kevin. Right. Right. Um, right. So, you know, what I do whenever I get cast, and, and, and this happens to me a lot. I'll get cast as 
I just got cast as Greg in, in a movie. <laughs> right, right, sure. Yeah, Greg. And, like, that's d- dope. I'm stoked for the yeah. part. Uh, like, uh, But I've literally never met a Persian person named Greg right. in my <laughs> life. <laughs> not saying it's impossible. Right. Maybe someone, like, may- maybe somewhere there's, like, someone who's, like, mom is Persian and dad is white, mm-hmm. and they decided to name the kid, you know, Greg, uh, you know, Tarani or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, but I said to the I said to the writer, I was like, Hey, I think it'd be really cool if I could have a Middle Eastern name and he got it immediately. He's like, All right, what'd you have in mind? I was like, Whatever, I'll give you a list. Yeah. And I right. gave him a list. Right. I gave him a list and he was like, You know what? I just really like Amir. How about that? I was like, Cool, it works for me. Perfect. Cool. I don't have easier. to think yeah. of a different name now. Well, and I think what's so important about that, I mean it it it's so much deeper than just that name and that identity. You're you're missing a story if you're trying to tell you know, the story of yeah. a Middle Eastern person in, this, in yeah. the body of a white character, you're missing the story completely, and that's just not doing it justice. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you know what's funny? A lot of, I think before people started talking about this over the mm-hmm. last few years, I think it was like a big dream of Middle Eastern people to play a character named Peter or yeah. Ethan <laughs> or right. Mary. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and I think that part of that was about being accepted and assimilating. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think that, and that's understandable, but I think that ultimately what every actor wants is to play a character that's three-dimensional and interesting. Totally, yeah. And the, and the fact is that until recently, the only characters that were three-dimensional and interesting were named these white names. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, great. You wrote a three-dimensional character. You cast a person of color. Give them, a, give them the, the name that a person of color might have to really complete that picture and tell that full story you know well and i think what's fascinating so in that same article that i'm reading you talk about basically the nuance of fear really that there's this other side too which is there are some people who are afraid to write a character and they're bad or they're not the best person and then they give them you know this ethnic name and they're like oh crap everybody's gonna think that i'm prejudiced or racist and i think that that fear nuance really plays across the board. I mean, we watched when Macklemore mm-hmm. came out with White Privilege, too, and the, all of that. It was this really everybody kind of afraid to talk a little bit sure. about it. I mean, even yeah. Siri and I as gay men, sometimes we wonder, wait, are we niching ourselves too gay? Right. Is that not going to, <laughs> you know, is that not going to be mass appeal for us? But ha- what is your thoughts on, on that really odd, even well-meaning people, everybody's so afraid to, to step? Well, I think that I, I think it's I think it's in on the one hand great that well meaning people are thinking twice, right? right? Because right. it's it's better than not thinking at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, they're like they're like what they're doing is they're trying to be sensitive. And I think that's a good thing. Um what is a shame is when in their quest to be sensitive, they just shut down. Yeah, as right. opposed to consulting people, bringing people into the process, opening up the yeah. process. You know, like if your if your writer's room is like eight white dudes, yes. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't blame you for being nervous to write an episode that deals with like Black Lives Matter. To- right. Totally. Like you right. Better, right. Yeah. You better yeah. be nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But what I would say is you should write 
you should write an episode about Black Lives Matter, uh-huh. but you better add some black people to your writing team. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Get that perspective. Well, you know, uh, we always talk about when we first started our show like five years ago, we got a lot of flack because we're two white guys, you know, and we weren't uh-huh. representing. And I said, well, the first thing is we are best friends and this happened and we can't change the white part of us. Right. But what we can uh-huh. do is make sure that we're always bringing people on, people of different experiences, so that we can, as a white guy, all I can do is go, I want to know more, let me put myself in your shoes, tell me your story. Yes. You know, that's the most, because I can't, you know, change that. But that's what we need to be doing, Mm -hmm. is stepping outside of ourselves. Totally. You guys have a a certain amount of privilege as hosts of this show, right? You run the show. Mm -hmm. And so anyone who listens to the show is listening to your perspective. Exactly. But you're using your privilege by Mm -hmm. passing the mic to people of color, to trans people, to women, you know what I mean? And sharing and giving us space to speak what's on our mind and and that's an awesome way to exercise your privilege it's awesome and i think that's what we get stuck in this conversation of privilege and there are even some people who are like it pisses them off and it's like no that's not what this conversation is about right this conversation is about what can you do in the place where you are yes you know i'm not asking you to to change i'm asking you Mm -hmm. to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. that's all we can do yeah See that word Sorry, now you got me all fired up. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is good. This is good. What I love about this conversation is, I mean, it's, you know, we're all kind of talking, we're, we're all comedians, we're all, you know, entertainment, whatever, but we're talking about these real issues. And Amir, you, that, that's your thing. You're so outspoken. You write for BuzzFeed. You, uh, you go, you know, volunteer on nonprofits. You do all of this stuff. What are those core issues that just drive you so much as an actor and comedian to be so outspoken? You know, I think I've always, uh, from a very early age, been, like, sort of obsessed with, like, two things, mm-hmm. fairness and identity. Yeah. And, and I think that I think the, the intersection of that is when someone uh, is – their, their life is not fair because of their identity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So wh- whether that means – that a gay person uh, has less access to marriage right, or right. a black person has less less access to voting like that those issues are very very important to me and i think that you know i think about those really on like a daily basis i'm constantly yeah. trying to figure out like you know how can i use my privilege right. um just to, to make things more fair for more people exactly you know? sure. And I think that's what we love. We we really love passionate people um, just in our lives and on the show, of course. And we love passionate people who use comedy and humor as their medium to to attack these things and to use yeah. that platform. So what is it about comedy that draws you that you're able to mix these these two passions? Yeah, you know, I mean, it really depends. Like, you know, I just I just. Uh, produced and starred in a short film mm-hmm. that it that tackles sort of like uh, it's it's you know it's sort of a comedy drama piece that uh, that tackles sort of misogyny and the double standard that that women face uh, in politics, right. especially sort of. Uh, as far as like sort of sexual politics go, mm-hmm. um, but but then you know. 
I'll do L.A. to Vegas, which has like no political bent whatsoever. Right, totally. right. Yeah. But but I still but I still you know use a lot of the money that I make or the free time that mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. because of L.A. to Vegas to to support um, uh, uh, you know charitable causes right. or helping helping people uh, register to vote stuff like that. So so you know the the, the small amount of fame that that being an actor affords me, mm-hmm. you know. Even if even if the subject matter isn't necessarily uh, political, specifically, um, you know, I can still sort of use that to help people to make things better. Or even simple things like you know, like understanding, you know, the fact that I'm a Middle Eastern guy playing a, a, a co-pilot on uh, on a TV show, um, and you know, we're not making jokes about me being a terrorist all the time. You know what I mean? Right, like that's right. that's in and of itself political, right? Yeah, or if absolutely. you're or if you refuse to participate in certain projects mm-hmm. uh because they sort of advance a narrative that you don't agree with, that you, that in and of itself is political, you know? Exactly. Right. Well and at the same time as your profile, you know, is heightened, it makes people go, Oh, I want to know more about that guy and as they're trying to learn more about you, they also get to read these amazing articles and read up I mean, so it it even does it in a passive way. Really, that though. you sure. know, it does. and I think totally. that's what's amazing. Yeah, because people are always shocked. They're like, "But you're so funny. How can you be yeah. three dimensional? <laughs> yeah. You know, how can you how... have things that you believe in?" I know. There's that? other. Right. I get it. Right. But I, that's a, an amazing uh, offshoot of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we before we kind of wrap this up, I mean, we're having amazing conversations on a limited uh, schedule. I hate that every time, but I do. I I saw you performed at the Groundlings, um, where so many greats like uh, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph. I mean, so many cool people came from. Is that kind of uh, on and off thing for you? You just show up, you do it one time, or are you going to be a regular on there? Tell us everything. I want to know. Well, the Growlings is a, a, a school and yeah. theater. So, yeah. like when you when you start taking classes there, you're just learning like sort of improv and sketch. Yeah. And as you as you work your way up, you get invited to uh, be in the Sunday Company if you make it that far. Right. Um, and the Sunday Company does a show every week um, for like a paying audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's very much like Saturday night live. It's like just a bunch of sketches, a couple improvs. Right. Um, and you're constantly like sort of turning that over. And then after a while, if you, if they like you enough, you move from the Sunday company to the main company. Um, and so for me, I made it as far as the Sunday company. I didn't make it to the main company where, where Maya was, Kristen Wiig, uh, Will Ferrell. Um, but, once you're done with Sunday or main company, like you can get into the main company and then after a while you might decide to leave. Right. When you're an alum, when you're an alumnus, you'll just get invited back on sort of a sporadic basis. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I was done with Sunday company like 10 years ago or something, but mm-hmm. I still do like the Wednesday show like nice. five, six times, five, six times a year. And it's really oh just God. for fun. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's a blast. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we'll have like big celebs drop in and sometimes right, totally. it'll just be like current company members. So it's like a little sort of grab bag of people. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. 
Yeah. I see. I think that's great. We're going to try to accidentally show up when you're performing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll just keep going until we see you on stage. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> uh, I, would, I would die to see that. Well, we do. <laughs> we thank you so much. First of all, you are so fascinating, and doing the research on you was actually so oh, much thanks. fun. Yeah. Because Sergey and oh, I good. like he, it, it was great. And Sergey and I, like he said, we love these conversations, the deeper Absolutely. and the fun. Right. The problem is when we go to coffee and have these conversations, like four hours. Yeah, so right. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not what we're giving. But we do want to wish you all the best of luck with LA to Vegas. We really hope it goes far for you yes, guys. You guys are please. amazing. Thank you. Thank Our you pleasure. so much. This has been so fun. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. This has been great. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure we will talk to you again. Oh, sir. absolutely. All right. Yeah, have All a good right, night. I guess Tuesdays at nine. That's uh -huh. right. Here Bye. we go. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. And of course, that was uh, a really smart, really funny actor, Super Amir Talai, and he mm. is starring in L.A. to Vegas. That is on Fox Tuesdays at nine eight Central. So yes. you want to check it out? It's a lot of fun. We've seen it. Yeah, it is. One a of lot my of favorite fun. lines, is in, especially mm. in the pilot, mm. is when um, Dylan McDermott's character says. He likes to have sex in the cockpit. Right. And right. unfortunately, Alan <laughs> yeah. just has to he watch. Has to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poor Alan. You know what? I feel really bad for Alan if he was a real person because right? I don't want to watch that Listen, in the cockpit. Ew. It is Dylan That's McDermott, and I will watch him do almost anything as long as there's another guy with him. Oh, my God. It's cockpitception because it's in a cockpit. Pit in the cockpit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was like That's a too lot. much. Wait, say it again. In the the cockpit, yes. you know, where you put your cock oh. in the <gasps> cockpit. I'm back. Cockpit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is like layered. Oh, wow. God. Like tiramisu. Oh, my Shit. God. <laughs> oh, but hey, and you brought it around <laughs> because around. we just talked about Macklemore. That's there, done. Boom. Full circle. This, that's how good that, we are at our job. I, you guys, first of all, go check out Amir um, in everything yes. he's done. He's actually really... Freaking talented, everything. and I, I've always liked him. Yeah, he's I been recognize in him. So many fucking things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I recognize him every time he makes a, yes. a guest appearance. Yes. And I'm kind of glad. Well, I'm really glad that you get to see him every week now because he's he's really good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. and he's I, he's super smart, and I love the conversation, mm -hmm. and it makes me want to go have coffee with him. So I know. He needs to carve out he's four hours, and maybe five, yeah. in his schedule. <laughs> I know, right? And then we can have this. You know deep what? Save the world conversation. Once we're down in LA here in a few months, we'll just yeah. have to hit him up. I you know. know. I'm like, hey. Yeah, just for hey, a little. Girl, hey. Yeah, let's get coffee. Let's get a I drink. Know. Something. Something. I mean, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. I know. So this is what we yeah. do. Thank you guys for joining us on uh, this Friday. Slash I know. Whenever you're listening. I know. <laughs> when, whenever you put it in your phone. That's right. Or radio. I don't or, know how that works. Yeah. Well, listen, I just phone. show up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys <laughs> listen to it. I just show up. Uh, however it gets to you is fine. <laughs> exactly. But until next week. Uh, bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.